message you're about listening to is from Pastor E. A. Adibui, the General Overseer of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. Tonight we want to talk on banishing barrenness. Matthew chapter 13. We are reading from verse 3 to 9. Matthew 13. Matthew from verse 3 to 9. And he speak many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside. And the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth and fought with the sprung up because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up they were scorched and because they had no root they withered away and some fell among thorns and the thorns sprung up and choked them but others fell into good ground and brought forth fruit some a hundredfold some sixtyfold some thirtyfold who has ears to hear let him hear When we talk about barrenness, barrenness actually means fruitless efforts. So there could be barrenness financially. In Haggai chapter 1, Verse 5 to 6. Haggai 1, 5 to 6. God said, Consider your ways. Some of you are earning wages into bags with holes. In other words, one fellow is walking like an elephant and, and eating like an ant. That's financial barrenness. I don't know the English word for it, but the Yorubas call it Agbana. Hmm? Agbana. Hmm. And there's nothing to, to show for all the earnings. The elder said, All the years that the crab has been producing oil, 
he didn't feel a pot. That's barrenness financially. Some people have been working now. And his salary for 30 years. When you see them, you will think they have never worked. Financially, they are barren. In the name that's above every other name, an end will come to barrenness tonight. Amen. And then there is mental barrenness. I said chapter 6, verses 8 and 9. I, I said 6, verses 8 and 9. Bible says, Go and tell these people. See, you will see, but you won't perceive. Here, you will hear, but you won't understand. There are students. They are there attending every class. They write down every note. They read. But when it is examination time, they don't remember anything. Mental barrenness. In that name that's above every other name. Mental barrenness went tonight in Jesus' name. And then of course there is biological barrenness. Genesis 15 verses 1 and 2. Genesis 15 verses 1 and 2. Genesis 15 Abraham said, God, what are you going to give me seeing that I go childless? No. Biological child. That's biological barrenness. All of you are here tonight that have been called biologically barren. Next year convention, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, you will dance forward with your children. Then of course there is ministerial barrenness. Pass off walking like nobody's business. Preaching. Going from house to house. Doing visitation. Fasting, praying, doing everything you're supposed to do. And yet the church remains 10 people, 20 people. 20 today, 15 tomorrow. God, what else can I do? 
And there is somebody else nearby. And he comes in Belegbere. Not praying as he's praying. Not preaching as he's preaching. And every day the church is growing. Today in the mighty name of Jesus. Every form of ministerial barrenness. We end in Jesus' name. Then what do we mean by children? Because when we talk about children, some of us think straight away a baby that is born by me is my child. Actually, a child means something you bring forth. I mean, like in Genesis chapter 4, verse 1. Genesis 4, verse 1. Genesis 4, verse 1. Adam knew Eve, his wife. And he brought forth Cain. That's the definition of a child. But when you get to Second Kings chapter two, verse nine to twelve, Second Kings chapter two, verse nine to twelve, when Elijah was being taken away, what was it that Elisha said? My father, Baba my father, Baba Elijah never married. Elijah oniyawo. So how come Elisha is saying, my father? Because Elisha was the product of Elijah. Spiritual child. What we call a child? A child is something you brought forth. An organization, an idea, something that came through you. Years ago, there was a football club that they call. Is it a debajo babes or something? That's the, 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 it's a football club. None of them came biologically through. Is it a debajo? I think so. A debajo, yeah. Or whatever. But, but they were called his babes. In James chapter 1, verse 13 to 15, James 1, 13 to 15, the Bible says, loss brings forth sin. And when sin is old, it will bring forth death. So what is the baby of lust? Sin. And what is the baby of sin? Death. So death is the grandchild of lust. 
There are some people here tonight who have brilliant ideas that could turn them to billionaires. Is there in their brain? But it's never delivered. Every form of barrenness in all your lives, my father will crush tonight. Amen. Now, why, why are children so important? Whether biological children, spiritual children, uh, ideas, or whatever. In Psalm 127, verse 3 to 5, Psalm 127, verse 3 to 5, the Bible tells us about children, what God thinks about them. He said, Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord. And the fruit of the womb is his reward. As arrows, arrows, be offered in the hands of a mighty man. So are children of the youth. Happy is the man that has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. Children are one heritage. Romans chapter 8, verse 16 to 17. Romans 8, 16 to 17. Since the Spirit is said, beareth witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then hears of God. Children are to inherit their parents. Children are to be there so that your labors will not be given to strangers. All those people who are here tonight that the enemy think that all your labors will go to strangers I prophesy to you in the name of the Lord the enemies will be disappointed Amen. number two the Bible describes children as a reward God uses children to reward those who are pleasing unto him. In 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 8 to 17, 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 8 
who decided to take care of a man of God. She volunteered. I'm going to take care of this man of God. I will feed him. I will build a house for him. I will take care of him. And when God wanted to say thank you to her, God gave her a son. Something that money cannot buy. Uh, I remember the story of a lady in America. America. She was over 40 years old. And she wasn't married. Highly qualified woman. And she was crying to God. I'm about to reach menopause. I want a child. My own child. How can I have a child when I have no husband? God help me. Then she had a brainwave. And she went and bought a beautiful car. She had that the geo was coming. And went to the pastor. Please. This brand new car is for the geo. So don't go and hire a car for him. This is his car. I arrived, I didn't know anything. They showed me the car, they said it's for your use. So we use the car until I return. And the woman parked it in her garage. Not to be used by anybody. But every day. She will go and sit where Gigio was sitting. I began to cry to God. I want my child of my own. How you will arrange a husband that's up to you. Six months later, she was married. Nine months after marriage, the baby came. There are people here who have been serving God wholeheartedly. And yet they are barren in one area of their life. The great rewarder, the one who has been paying attention to all your service, will reward you tonight in Jesus' name. There might be some of you here tonight that you don't even know where your uh, future partner will come from. And yet, in God's own supernatural way, very soon, not only will you be married, you'll be dancing with your own babies too. And it went for that to say babies are like arrows. That means they are weapons. A weapon, particularly in the hand of God. 
God who used children as a punishment for those who despise him. Olorun le ilu awon omo gege bi ohun ija lati ba awon won ni ti o tembelu reja. In second Samuel chapter 6, ninu iwe Samuel keji ori kefa. Verse 16 to 23. Ese ikerin dilogun si keta le logun. Second Samuel chapter 6, iwe Samuel keji ori kefa. Verse 16 to 23. Ese ikerin dilogun si keta le logun. The Bible tells us. Bibeli so fun wa. David was busy praising God. David dancing with all his might. There was this woman called Micah. The wife of David. Looked from the window. And saw David dancing. She didn't join in the dance. She didn't join in praising God. She despised David. Look at you. You call yourself a king. And you are dancing like a commoner. And God heard. It's alright. Somebody like you should not be alive. And somebody like you should have nobody to continue in her generation. The Bible said Micah died without a child. Whatever you will do that will cause God to punish you with children, you will never do it in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have done it, I call on the Almighty God tonight. Because you came, may the Almighty God forgive in Jesus' And then the Bible went further to say that children are defenders of the gate. In other words, children are meant to defend their parents. When, when some people want to deal with parents, the children can rise up and say, Hey, hey who do you think you are talking to? In Genesis 31, Genesis 1 to 2. Genesis 31, verse 1 to 2. It is the children of Laban who rose up and said, Wait, this uh, for one night man. He's about to take away all the property of our father. They rose up against Jacob. Otherwise, Jacob would have ruined Laban. I pray for all of you who are here tonight. Who are here to have people who will defend you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, God will raise up good children for you in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Thank you, Father. The Lord said there's someone here tonight. He said, Your days of diminishing returns are over. The Lord said, It's good to have many children. He said, Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. In other words, if you have many of them, it's wonderful. <laughs> that's not another way of saying go and have 12 children of 15 I know there are people who would love to have <laughs> um, uh -huh. I had stayed in the house of somebody before somewhere in Benin and at that time I think he had only 13 <laughs> And he wasn't stopping yet. He was still on the way. Quantity of children, very useful. Of children, very useful. In Proverbs chapter 14, verse 28. Proverbs 14, verse 28. The Bible says it is in the multitude of people that we that is the honor of a king. And it is in the lack of people that is the destruction of a prince. In other words, God says, you honor a man when you look behind him and you see all the people surrounding him. The reason we respect bishops is not because there are two, three people, it's because of the congregation that they are bishop over. In Genesis 17 verse 5, Genesis 17 verse 5, God promised Abraham that he will become the father of nations. Somebody here tonight, before you leave this world, when you look at your children, and your children, children, biological and spiritual, you will say, I am a father of nations. Amen. Please join us on this same station at this time for another wonderful experience as Pastor E.A. Adeboye exposes the deep mysteries in the Word of God.